Welcome back. Second hour of the Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. We love hearing from you. Got a few emails rolling in. We'll get to those. We invite you to call. This is the time of the show where we take your questions. We'd love to talk shop. We had put a question out last hour talking about the um, pretty significant change that's about to come here in Minnesota this week um, in terms of stores being able to reopen with new measures. How are you feeling about that? Would you go? Have you done by appointment shopping? We were talking about how furniture stores have been doing that. Have you done it? How did it work? Did you feel safe about it? We'd love to hear from you. 651-641-1071 is our number. Uh, we're both on the Twitter at Alley Shops <laughs> at Harmony Kaplan if you want to interact with us there. And of course, you can go to mytalk1071.com and send us an email. Um, we had a couple interesting emails following up on our discussion last hour with Sue Remish about how the beauty industry, how beauty retail, in addition to salons, is going to have to change. And you just think about how, I mean, when have you ever bought a beauty product without seeing it, touching it, sampling it, smelling it? I mean, that's such a huge part of the business and how that's going to have to change. And one listener said, um, you know, I wonder if lipstick sales, which generally are fa- fairly recession proof, but if lipstick sales are going to dip now because we're wearing face masks. I certainly have thought about that and kind of avoided putting it on because I don't want to get the lipstick all over my face mask. See, I thought of it, but I have to put lipstick on. Well, you're an oddity. <laughs> Thank you. How do you say the sweetest thing? Your robes and your lipstick. Yeah. No, I mean, first of all, obviously, at home I don't. I'm always putting, you know, yeah. like lip balm or something. But, I mean, I don't know. I guess I haven't found well, that it comes off that much. Plus, after you wear your face mask each time. You're supposed to wash it. Of anyway. course, of course, so. yes. So um, I did fire off that question to Sue Remish, beauty industry expert, who we were talking to. If you missed that, definitely go back and listen to the podcast from the show. She has some really interesting insights about what the future of beauty retail is going to look like. But um, she was saying that yes, the industry is bracing for a dip in lipstick sales and a rise Nails in I, no, oh, no eyes, oh, eye. eyebrows, eye makeup. Think about, you know, like that's going to, that's what, what people see. are going to see. Yeah. That's the focal point. I will say this though, as far as like in your safe home little unit and doing um, the zooms, I find that lipstick is my best friend. Like that's the most effective, I agree. like no matter what. And maybe I'm just not very good at putting on eye makeup or whatever, but I just find that like, if I'm, I've noticed that a color that I think is fine, but it's like a little bit paler, it doesn't show up at all no, on my that's screen. so funny. You need you brighter lipsticks. That. I did when the last um, song we did, our <laughs> tea for two, I had a bright pink lipstick on. I, I mean, it's really kind and it did not even show up. Really? Well, and I felt like I also should have had more blush on. Yeah. And on the other hand, I haven't put eye makeup on in so long. I don't know if I remember how. <laughs> and I never thought I'd leave my house without it. But since I don't go well, to you're not places, really leaving the house. <laughs> not much. And, you know, I figure yeah. you don't care if no. I come here without eye makeup. No, I've seen you. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Well, super interesting. I will have to get Fatima Olive back on here to give us some good like lipstick colors and uh, yeah, you know I mean, and I, mean, I what colors we should be using yeah, for all of will, our virtual. Show up. Also, do you have one of those light rings, you know that that all the 
I new don't. People I think they're all sold out. No, well, I don't I've have one. I've gotten ads for them on um, Instagram. Really? I mean, I figure it's not worth it. Nobody really cares. But I well, look I mean, as your but career takes off. I know. I suppose that is true. <laughs> yes. But um, they obviously do make a difference. Oh, for sure. Yes. How you look. I've just been, and I was actually giving this advice to a friend who's doing a, a virtual panel this week, and she was really nervous about it because she hasn't done a lot of that. Um, and I was saying, I mean, first of all, as as Fatima told us when we talked to her a few weeks ago, it seems like so long, it was the beginning of this, you want to be near a window. Yeah. Don't put the window behind you. You want to face. Put your screen facing the window so that that good natural light is bouncing off of your face. It helps. But then even in addition to that, like I'm in my lightest, brightest room, it still isn't as bright as you think it's going to be on the screen. And so I still turn on. I have like a task light for my desk and I raise that up as high as it goes and it kind of functions like a little ring. And so just to get the extra light. The other thing, though, that you don't realize is like when you did a web uh, webinar that I watched and there were four of you. Yeah. Your face is so small you can't see anyway. What? Yeah. What do you mean mean, my face is so small? Well, I mean, your part of the screen is so small. Oh, I thought you meant like, like, what? What did I do? (laughs) Did I shrink? You shrunk your little face. No, the the actual video. Okay. It's so small that the things that you would worry about, nobody can really see. Oh, that's good to hear because I feel, because it is so, it is just so unnatural to be speaking and I'm used to getting up on a stage right. or on a TV, but to be doing that see. and seeing yourself, yeah. to be watching yourself yeah, while you're hard. talking is a little disconcerting. Now, it's good. You can make sure you don't have lipstick on your teeth and stuff like that. But I also live in fear of screen grabs, of people, you know, taking a picture oh. of the screen and you can't control that. And they could like zoom in and yeah, see that's things. Yeah. So, so that's I do true. worry no, about that. And it that. is different. Like when you've done television where it's just you. Yeah. Then it's a big picture. Oh, God. No, so far, so far you've come off all right. Thanks. Well, I know you'll yeah. let me know, Mom, oh, I will, if I don't. Because that's my duty. Along those lines, I will say um, at TCB Mag, we've been doing a bunch of virtual events. Um, and we do have a good one coming up on May 28th. I've signed up already. Did you? I did. It's about rethinking meetings and events. And I think a lot of people, whether it's in your personal life or your business, you know, not that you're in the events industry, but I mean, how many businesses are, you know, are trying to figure out what to do with their annual meeting or yeah. their holiday party or whatever. And right. so we've got a bunch of gurus, including Amy Zeroff um, of Amy Zeroff Events and Design. And we're going to talk through like what what the options are now and what you should be doing and ways to rethink well, doing events. That's yeah. why I signed up. Well, I'm so um, glad. We had another question from Bonnie that said, how can a stylist cut your hair and do root touch-ups or highlights if you're wearing a mask? I am sure not paying $180 and wash my own hair or leave a salon with wet, unstyled hair. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think, I mean, you know, we. I would suggest going back and listening to our conversation with John Charles from last week. You can find that in, you know, where, wherever you get your podcast and you go to the Shop Girls, My Talk 107. Um, also, MSP Mag this week talked to a bunch of salon gurus. If you go to their website, you'll see the story talking about how salons are going to do all of this. But I think you'll wear a disposable mask. Obviously, it's going to get 
hair dye right. on it right. and you just won't care and you'll wear one that goes just over your ears mm-hmm. not behind the back and it might not be perfect it'll be tricky it might not but, be perfect but know, that's how it'll work i don't really care i had before i even read that i had thought about if i get to the point that i go to get my hair cut i had already figured i would just wash it and i know that my stylist always has a bottle of water that she, you know, adds even after it's washed because it dries so quickly as she's cutting. Yeah. But she'll just spray extra water as she cuts. And I kind of like the way I comb it out myself anyway. So I don't <laughs> mind going home and doing it. Oh, see that to me, like that's a bummer. I miss no, blowouts. I, yeah. Oh, do I miss blowouts? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I could do it for you. No, I don't think uh, so. Well, I really don't. But <laughs> Um, Sonia tweeted us to say she thinks companies should start offering little sample lipsticks and samples in general, um, following up on the beauty conversation. And yes, agreed, Sonia. I mean, I think if I was like a a beauty retailer or a beauty brand right now, what I would want to do is put together like a quarantine rescue kit of lots of little samples and send them out with tips and then tell people how they can order them. The challenge with that as sue was saying is those samples individually packaged even if it's a tiny amount of the product it is so expensive oh i bet the packaging probably costs more than what's in it you know and to mail those it's just it's a very expensive proposition and so it's risky especially at a time when sales are already down but totally agree totally hear you sonia i would love that too that'd be fun to get a little sample set of lipstick colors right now yeah well All kinds of ideas. Yes. Um, We also got a tweet from somebody who is looking for, maybe we'll just put this out in the universe and some of our listeners might have ideas, um, where to buy hand sanitizer for small shops. She's a boutique owner and needs... What do you mean? Oh, to have the... Yeah, like obviously needs like, you know industrial sized vats of hand sanitizer to have on hand and is having trouble finding them. So if anybody has an answer, let us know. Well, I, I thought hand sanitizer wasn't a problem anymore. I, yeah, I know I, toilet paper isn't a problem anymore. Right. And I Which, think, um, in fact, we've had a story, maybe we'll get to more details on that, that now things are really shifting from the hoarding yeah, to the penny pinching. The only thing that is still a problem are the wipes like Clorox or Lysol yes, wipes. Yes. They say by the end of June, it won't be. Wow. Yeah. That's a long time. I would say for the hand sanitizer, I mean, first of all, a lot of the um, distilleries are making them now available, not just to frontline workers, but to the public. You can try one of the local, like, I mean, Norseman and Tattersall, a lot of them have been doing that. So you could try that. Um, I got a nice hand sanitizer from you in my, um, Mother's Day gift box from the yes, general store. In your surprise and box? It was. Is it, it was good? so much fun. Oh, good. The lotion smells really good. I think it's called Nature Bee. Mm-hmm. And it's a really nice hand sanitizer. You know, th- that surprised well, there me. You go. I didn't even know that you could Surprise, surprise. Exactly. All right. We'll be back with the tech report. That's next on Shop Girls. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan. My mom, Harmony, is here. And you know what time it is, what ladies time? and gentlemen. Time for the tech report. The internet is it's a series of tubes. Time once again for Harmony's tech report. So there's so much um, creativity coming through now. And there is a company called Proxy, P-R-O-X-X-I. They have come up with a wrist-worn band, kind of a bracelet thing called Halo. 
and it vibrates briefly to notify you if you are within six feet of someone to help you remember to maintain social social distancing. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's something that they are also offering um, to companies because they think this is an important thing as people are working so that they, you know, especially at certain kinds of, of jobs. Um, the wristband's always on, so it's always aware that it's a low-power operation, so it means that you're able to keep your distance. Um, the price is $100 for each band, and they are now, you know, thinking that this might be something that would be good just in general, mm-hmm. that people, you know, as things go on, and if we have to be more and more careful about our social distancing, um, it would be an, an unobtrusive way and at the same time, it can also, they've got a way of then doing contacting information with it. So um, this is more serious than yes, some things we yes. talk about. Mm-hmm. But I think it's something that is, you know, a, a very important um, application that might be used. Cool. On another level, have you ever played Animal Crossing? Have not, Mom, no. Well, Anna, have your kids? I don't remember I don't them know. talking about Animal Crossing has become so popular. This is a Nintendo Switch game. It's Animal Crossing New Horizon, and it has become one of the dominant pop culture forces during this pandemic. Mm -hmm. They have sold more than 11 million copies through their first two weeks on sale. And it's so popular that they now even have an Amazon-like store that is called Nookazon. N o o k a z o n. Yeah, and it and it's, it's nukazon dot com that lets users buy, sell, and trade items from the game, and they can also leave reviews, and they get more than a quarter of a million active users daily, and all the um, celebrities are playing this too, including New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. She's been visiting the game islands of her social media followers, apparently. Mark Jacobs, the designer. Yeah. Valentino. Um, Chrissy Teigen. And Mark Jacobs and Valentino have launched new fashions in the game. And now, you know, they've got this store that you can go to as well. And the, the software engineer, Daniel Liu, who launched the Nookazon um, site just rolls right off the tongue. It, does, yes. on. it counts more than two hundred and seventy thousand active daily users and hosts more than nine million listings. Hmm. So this has become the game of the pandemic. Wow! And I, I feel you know, so I feel so left well, out. Yeah, that's why I'm surprised. I wonder if your boys know about this because I would think I, they they have made a major return to um, Fortnite. Which they had oh, really right. been just done with, but they have definitely revived their Fortnite careers. Well, I'm going to tell them about this one because this sounds the, like a good one. It's the one time they seem to really work together as a team. It's really oh, then let's really keep them great. Doing it. Yeah. But I will say they've been doing it with friends, and so they will oh, get right. our cousins, yeah. and it's kind of nice. It makes me happy. They're like working together, yeah. and they're all on a team, and they're on the phone, and they're online, and right. so, so they've been doing thing. that. And the other one that I've noticed a lot of kids returning to is. Um, of various ages is um, Roblox. Oh, Roblox? I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, that one seems to be making well, comeback. But I'll ask him about this. This one seems to be uh, the new it yeah. game. Yeah. Okay, so Amazon just announced two new eight-inch Fire tablet models. 
starting at only eighty nine ninety nine. Uh-huh. Um, the entry level model, <clears throat> excuse me, which is the Fire HD eight, has a faster processor than before, and it also has thirty two gigabytes of storage. So that's good. And the upgraded model uh, is one hundred nine ninety nine, and on that one you get a six month subscription to Kindle Unlimited their book rental subscription service. The tablets will start shipping on June 3rd. And um, their their strategy, because obviously their tablets are a lot less expensive than Apple, mm-hmm. um, is to sell their tablets at low price. But then, you know, they're hoping you're going to buy, obviously, their digital content, their movies and books on their website. And some of their devices are bundled in with a free trial period to content. So um, Apple's tablets start at 329 so you know there's a big difference in price so that Mm -hmm. might be something to consider now meanwhile apple is planning to launch a new 10.8 inch ipad and a new ipad mini that will have a screen that could be as large as nine inches this is kind of like you know on the hush hush right now these are the rumors that are coming out and the other thing that they're supposed to be coming out with maybe not until 2022 is augmented reality glasses so we're not quite sure yet if this is going to be a real thing it's in the uh, rumor stage but you know apple's obviously always coming out with new things and um, you've got a straight line to the rumor mill at I apple do, we know that i do and i feel it's my job to at least let our listeners yeah. know that these things could be happening you you and cupertino it's like a direct line Oh, it has been for years. <laughs> I didn't realize you didn't know that. Um, when we were talking about all the cosmetic stores and the problems and all that, yeah. um, Ulta is testing virtual beauty try-on techniques. They've done this before. Four years ago, they launched a virtual try-on program called Glam Lab. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, this is obviously much more important than ever before. Mm-hmm. Um, and their technology, they have had like a fourfold increase in the number of people using this. And mm-hmm. so what Alta is trying to do is push the technology as an alternative to testers and trying to add, they're looking to add ways um, to add the categories for hair and lashes and brows. And I suppose, you know, if you can do that and at least look online and be able to Try the things on, so to speak. Yeah. That is another way of, of helping with this. Great stuff, Mom. Oh, I'm done. Yes. Oh, you man. Are. Well, stick around because oh. we need you. Okay. Next, we're going to talk to Kristen Shane, retail guru. She now works for PetSmart, but she's also the founder of Fly Feet Running. Two interesting businesses to look at right now. That's coming up next on Shop Girls. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. Super excited to talk to our next guest. It's a good excuse to hear her voice live on the radio. It is the one and only Kristen Shane, retail guru, such a smarty, and the founder of Fly Feet Running here in the Twin Cities. Hello, Kristen. Hi there. Hi, Allie. Hi, Harmony. How, How are, are you today? We are great. And how are you? I don't know if everybody here in the Twin Cities knows you're actually, well, maybe they do if they follow you on social. You're in Arizona now working for PetSmart as a real big deal SVP of merchandising. How are things in Arizona? Uh, Warm. I was going to say, hot. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it's 
starting to get hot. I I went out to get uh, coffee this morning, and as I, as I was driving home, my car said it was eighty seven. So. Ooh. Yeah, it's that's, warm. That's but warm. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, let's. I. I don't even know what to talk about first. Do you want to do? You want to do PetSmart first or Flyfeet first? You decide. I mean, they're both uh, equally as good to me. So, where do you guys right. want to go? Well, okay, Wait, well, I want to know something. Do you know that Allie has a dog? I don't, Allie. Tell me about your dog. Oh. Do we need to outfit your dog with all the things? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we got a do- you got a dog recently too, right? Wasn't that part of the deal of moving to Arizona? For sure, and that was less driven by PetSmart and more driven by our three kids. Yeah. But yes, we got a French bull jo- bulldog uh, for for Christmas for the kids. His name is Archie. You oh. can follow him on Instagram at Big Archie the Frenchie. <laughs> But he is super cute and a ton of fun, for sure. It's kind of like these days when you get your dog, they're like microchips so they don't get lost. You also get them an Instagram account, right? Kind of 100%. Yeah. Well, my, my new yeah. grand dog is Larry. Yeah, Larry. Larry's kind of a, Who's he's Larry? a rescue Bichon mutt situation. <laughs> Recently shaved. So now he's just a bald guy. But he's doing okay. Oh, I did. That. Yeah. I did see that. Yeah. You guys did a little DIY there, didn't you? Yeah. Right. <laughs> so before uh, Fly Feet, you were obviously at Target. So retail is in the blood. You're now at PetSmart. Now, of all retail industries to be in right now, I am just amazed by the number of people that are getting quarantine dogs. It's off the charts. It's totally off the charts. And, you know, we look at all the data, right, to understand of our mix of customers, how many are coming in looking for things for their new animals. And it's it's higher than it's been in a very, very long time. And you see it anecdotally, right? Like people are home, they're with their families, right. they have this free time. And so what a great time to get a dog or a cat. But we also have a huge specialty business at PetSmart. So think things like snakes and bearded dragons and geckos and lizards and if you can believe it like that business is absolutely through the roof we can't even get enough pets to supply the demand you're kidding look even chrissy teigen chrissy teigen just got a bearded dragon seriously (laughs) she sure did she tweeted it but this week we treated we tweeted back at her so does nicole richie like it's very on trend right now, Allie. Maybe consider if Larry feels like, you know, you've gotten your, like, sea legs, maybe go for a snake or a bearded dog. Oh, no. Right. No, 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 right. no, no, no. No well, snake. Well, we, we do have a fish named Hollywood. He's Hollywood. actually Hollywood the fifth. So Is you know how. six. <laughs> Poor Hollywood. He hasn't survived. <laughs> so what? I'm, I'm curious behind the scenes. I mean, is it just like a mad dash to keep up with the with these crazy pets or like what? What are you thinking about as a retailer right now about the in-store yeah, experience I and mean, product? The retail segment, the retail segment is kind of hard to watch right now. I mean, you know, so many people going into bankruptcy and struggling like it's just it's it's really, really hard, whether you're a small business, like we'll talk about fly feed, or you're a big business, when you're closed and your expense base still exists, it's just a real challenge. I think, though, for for all retail, the biggest thing that we are keeping our eye on, apart from keeping our team safe and keeping our people safe, our customers safe, which is obviously everybody's number one priority, but the, but the biggest thing we're looking at is the way consumers have shop has changed dramatically, literally overnight. And so 
we're seeing buy online, pick up in store, curbside, ship to home, like those businesses are on fire. Mm, And so from a capability standpoint, you know, we didn't have the ability to service from curbside, but we figured it out in a matter of days to service the customers. And that's, you just have to have that agility to be able to respond to it because it's become such a giant part of our business as people are concerned about going inside. Right. And so for us, that's the biggest pivot that we've had to make. And for many retailers who had the luxury of being able to stay open because they were essential, understanding how the shopping can, the shopping behaviors of consumers has changed is really critical. Right, for sure. Um, so let's talk about your small business too, Fly Feet Running, based in the Twin Cities, downtown in Wyzetta, obviously had to close like all health clubs and gyms. Yeah. How do you survive that? What are you guys doing right now? I mean, that's a great question. It is, it's so hard. I yeah. mean, you know, and I said the retail industry is hard to watch. The small business industry is equally as hard to watch. It's 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 very difficult. And so for us, same thing. Like, you know, you saw a lot of these, a lot of the local gyms do this. We pivoted right into a virtual model mm-hmm. um, in an effort to just hang on to as many members as we possibly can. Um, we took our expense base way, way down. We're negotiating with our landlords because it's difficult to pay rent when you don't have a business that's open. Right. Um, You know, and then, and then for all of us, you know, trying to understand the government relief, you almost need a PhD. And in some (laughs) cases, you know, we got the payroll protection program, which is great and very helpful and important to us to keep our team, um, you know, still working, but, but the truth is like you have to use that in eight weeks of receiving it. Right. And, and, and that for us expires in the middle of June. Well, we're not even open. So Mm. trying to figure out how to use those funds when you're closed is a challenge for all of us. Yeah. There's been a lot of talk about that. It's really day by day for us. Right. Mm. So you, you must be thinking, and I know, uh, I mean, the fitness industry has been talking a lot about what reopening looks like, what, what will, and we don't know here in Minnesota exactly when it'll be, I don't know, in Arizona has have opened, not in Minnesota. Has anything opened in, in Arizona? Yeah. So, um, Many of them are starting to reopen next week. Mm -hmm. They have the go ahead to open this week, but it's interesting. A lot of them are just taking the time to really make sure that there are appropriate protocols in place. And so, you know, we'll, we have the luxury of checking out sort of how people are, how people are doing it so that when we open, you know, we make sure that we're observing the highest level of precautions to keep people safe. Right. Well, what I mean, what does that look like, Kristen? I mean, is it just is it using every other treadmill at Fly Feed? Is it and more time between after, classes? What are you yeah, talking about? What can you off after every use? Yeah, I mean, all of those things. Right. So we we're mapping out like what is a six foot circumference in our studio to make sure people can, you know, keep their distance at all times. And we're designing the workouts around that. We're starting workouts with no equipment so that people don't have to touch things. Oh, right. We're putting a lot of space in between classes. Um, and the truth is, like, 
you know, when we think, when I think about fly feet, we always want to lead and be the tip of the spear and like be on the right sort of leading edge of fitness and what's happening. But like, this is a scenario where, you know, I just said to my team, like, we don't need to lead here. We don't need to be the first people who open, Yeah. you know, taking it slow and really making sure that we understand what we're asking people to do, what I'm asking my team to do. You know, for me, that's more important than right. speeding to like swing our doors open and, and start working out. So we're, so next week we're going to start with outdoor workouts with 10 people or less. Mm. Um, and we'll do that for a few weeks uh, because we feel like, you know, that's the right thing. And we'll probably keep those going after June 1st um, when we technically can open and just sort of see how it goes. And then, you know will probably open sometime between probably in the middle of June. But uh, here's a question as somebody, you know, working out, do you work? Can you work out with a mask on? I, I, mean, I mean, I can barely breathe with the mask on <laughs> just walking. I know. Yeah. It's, it's going to be harmony. It's going to be really difficult. You know, when people are outside, yeah. Um, we're saying, you know, wear a mask if that's something that makes you more comfortable. But but outside, you know, you have a little bit more liberty to right. maybe not wear a mask if you're far enough away from people. And, yes. that, and so that feels good. Yeah. But I mean, yes, that's it's hard, right? Like even going to Target half an hour in, I'm like, I can barely breathe. So I, I, yeah. I do think it's challenging. And this whole industry is going to be really challenged for well, how we sort of find our way back. I, I think, um, Kristen, obviously there, I, I'm sure that you're getting kind of a mixed response. I mean, from your members, do you get the sense that they're just dying to get back into the gym or are they hesitant? Are they liking the online? What are you, what kind of feedback are you getting? Yeah, there's three groups. There's one group who's absolutely like, when are you open? I can't wait to get back. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's one group. And those are our like diehard members who've been with us forever, who come every morning at five 30, you know, crazy. Then people. there's another yeah, group crazy. who's like, <laughs> you know what? I love you guys. And I want to continue to work out with you, but virtual is going to be just fine for me for now. And I'm going to stay with virtual. And, you know, even when you guys open, I'm just going to slow mo- roll my way there, which I totally understand. And then, you know, there's a third group who, you know, we've all been impacted by this, you know, the virtual our we have a virtual membership. It is a paid membership. And this third group are people who are like, you know what, I've been impacted and, you know, I need to really watch my expenses. And so sure. I'm having to pause my membership and I'm just going to step away. And so we're sort of trying to manage three groups because even the third group, we're like, yeah, we get it. How can we continue to support you? in a way that makes sense for our business model, but also to continue to support the community. So it really is kind of a mixed, a mixed bag at the moment. Right. Right. But I think one way or the other, I mean, getting out and whether, I mean, I know I've taken more walks in the last couple of months than ever. And that's nice. And that feels good. And I think just being active, whether it's going downstairs and, you know, logging on and doing a class, it just makes you feel better. Yeah, I think that's right. And look, like it get, it has given us the opportunity to dig into ourselves. And, you know, at Flyfee, one of the reasons why people come is they're like, you know, you guys just tell me what to do. And I would never work out this hard unless you were, you know, pushing me and telling me what to do, um, which is why people miss us. But, you know, we're all about trying to find the silver linings. And part of what we're going through forces us to just you know, keep ourselves on track. And right. there's, there's 
goodness there too. All right. Yeah. Well, we're going to go take a run and then order our dragons and snakes and crazy yeah. exotic pets. <laughs> Kristen. <laughs> Love that. Awesome. Kristen Shane, so good to hear your voice. Thanks for chatting with us. Stay well. Thanks for chatting. Have a good day, you guys. Thank we'll you. put a link to Fly Feet on the Shop Girls page. We'll be back to wrap up the show and give you some steals and deals next. It might not be the first industry that we worry about, or second or third, but here at My Talk, it is an industry that comes up quite often, and certainly it. on Shop Girls. Celebrity stylists. What in the world are they doing Who right now? Styling? Who are they styling? <laughs> Everybody's at home. I'm Allie Kaplan with my mom, Harmony. What's the answer, Mom? Well, it's a really interesting thing. I was reading on Fashionista because, you know, you don't think about it, but these people right now would be heading to Cannes for the film festival and preparing, you know, for all of these different trips and, and events. And basically their jobs have become non-existent. And it's interesting. They were writing about several different people. Um, one said she has a kit of stuff in her office and she's been able at times to drop them off on doorsteps. Like if somebody is, you know, doing FaceTime or that kind of thing. Um, the one person who is working steadily right now is Brian Coates in New York because he is a stylist for Jimmy Fallon. And I guess what surprised me the most is I have been thinking that Jimmy Fallon looks like the biggest schlump ever. <laughs> I mean, he looks, but maybe that's his, he said, he obviously he was not going to wear suits because well, that's, why would he be wearing suits yeah. at home? I mean, even Stephen Colbert has stopped wearing suits. Yes, he did for the first couple of days, I yeah. think, and then he realized. But he said, um, now, uh, Coates said that Fallon has, is amazing because he has this innate instinct on style. And very early he said, I'm a comedian. I don't want to look funny. I just want to look great. Now, Fallon said this? Yes. And he thought he looked great. Yes. <laughs> and the thing is, I mean, obviously he's wearing what you'd expect him to wear at home. You know, the V-necks and T-shirts and jeans. I mean, some days he's in just some like night, a polo. Right. Or and a, some nights it looks fine. Yeah. But I mean, I... Last night he was in sort of a oh, stretched out T-shirt. Yeah, he looked like he should wash his hair. <laughs> I mean, you know, so I don't know. But apparently um, he at least is working because of that. And several of the so others. They're getting virtual styling tips. Yeah. From, yeah. Yeah. And that's what what several of them are having to do is mm -hmm. just virtually if somebody is doing a shoot from home or that kind of thing, they are able to, you know, FaceTime and kind of give them right. hints with what they can do with what they've got. Um, Seth Meyer is the king of the just crisp button oh, down. First of all, do you not pay attention to the books? Oh yeah, the table? books. It's a, that's a hilarious it. It is little a wonderful bit. He started out with the thorn birds and then sometimes there are three thorn book <laughs> thorn bird books. Other times it looks like thorn birds, but it says torn shirts. Or, I mean, it's the best running gag yeah. that he doesn't really talk about. Right, right. But, That's yeah. what makes it fun. Yes. Yeah, but he's just always in that very, like, crisp, fitted, button-down. Yeah. Looks, looks exactly like you'd expect yep. Seth, Seth Meyers to look at yep. home. Yeah. Very funny. Um, meanwhile, the fa so much conversation. I mean, I, as expected, the summer shows that would be happening in Europe have all been canceled. Yeah. Um, some doing virtual things. But again, as we've been talking about with so many industries and new opportunities and, new, you know, kind of being forced to think about things, a lot of what fashion has done for so long doesn't necessarily make the most sense. You know, no, do we need right. all of these different shows? Do we need editors to be, you know, romping around the world to sit at a fashion no. show that's 15 minutes long? It's fun. It's very yeah. fun. Yeah. 
And, but but is it really necessary, especially no, with the technology and they are basically today? Basically, all going. So a virtual. lot of brands not just saying we're going to do a virtual fashion show, but just rethinking how they're going to present things at all. Yeah. Doing fewer seasons, doing more designing for the current season yeah, instead of thinking say, a year ahead. There's more of this is it's summer. This is when we show bathing suits. You right. know, it's winter. This is when we show coats. Right. Which, has always stymied so many people to try to understand why is it always like that? It well, makes... it made sense years and years ago before we had Zoom and social right. media yeah. when it took that long to get things made. They would have to show the samples and then it took six to eight months to get it to the selling it's, floor. It's not like now. that these no, days. No. So uh, totally rethinking and, and how they present it. Some thinking about doing, you know, podcasts or, you know, virtual flip books or things like that instead of even doing any sort right. of fashion show. Right. Look, it's it's sad. I mean, there is some the energy at a fashion show. There's nothing like yeah. it. I mean, that is and that's just one of the the sacrifices right now. I yeah. mean, I hope we return to fashion shows someday, not because we need them, but because it's fun. They feel it's like a concert. Our, we don't right. need it, but it's sure fun. Right. You know? Exactly. So um the other thing that happened that I think is interesting is Amazon, you know, is in fashion, they've always kind of been like, well, it's not exactly high fashion. Right. But they have now partnered uh, with Vogue for its Common Thread initiative that supports American designers who are, you know, really in trouble because of the virus right now. And as a result, the Everything store will sell pieces by several designers Um and this will be on, first of all, Amazon donated $500,000 to the Common Thread Fund. But this is a real victory for Amazon because they've been trying to have a relationship with the luxury industry for a long time. And they finally have managed to do this. Hmm. And um, LVMH, they are the ones who still hold out and don't want to mm-hmm. you know, be associated, supposedly. So how soon is this happening? I think that this is happening. I'm trying to find if it said exactly. I think this is coming up very soon if it's hmm. not on already. Interesting. Um, yeah. So you'll be able to find designer type clothes on Amazon as well as the less expensive. Yeah. Um, the only thing I've bought is joggers. Sweatpants and joggers. And as a result, you know, I saw numbers this week from Lululemon. They're, you know, sky high. And I haven't actually ordered any from them. But I mean, all those kinds of businesses, as you would expect, killing it because that and and even boutiques selling that. I mean, they say they can't keep sweats in stock. The the shop that I've told you about, the shop forward where I got my socially distance, social distancing expert uh, sweatshirt, I for you and for me got sweatpants that say choose joy very cute and yeah i love I mean, them so it's that in my um zip robe yeah and i'm all set yeah one last note everlane check out their website they just restocked speaking of new designs yeah. and it's it's their pay what you choose um right. so it's it's a good opportunity Lots of and things on there it's nice to get a few new things makes sure you feel is. good why not right enjoy the weekend everybody thanks Stay for safe. tuning in we'll catch you next Saturday for more Shop Girls. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. 
And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.